What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Roadshow. At time of recording, I'm not going to tell you what time we're recording because on the other line is my good friends, one of my two best friends in the entire world, Elliot Bruce. Elliot, say hi to the people. Wiggity, 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 wiggity. What's going on? <laughs> good to hear your voice, Al. Uh, we are recording a last-minute NFL playoff preview pod but right at the top we want to say that we understand that there are you know big horrific important things happening in the country and that those are you know kind of we, we were going to record this a couple days ago but both of us were kind of so shook by things that were going on in dc that we pushed this off but we do think that one of the ways to to keep things moving and to keep sane during times like this is to uh, uh, focus on the things that make us happy. And one of the things that makes us happy is talking about NFL playoffs. So we're going to talk about all six of these games, and we're going to go in chronological order for the Saturday and Sunday games because there are six games on Wild Card Weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. We're going to go through each of the six games, pick who we like to win, who we like to cover the spread, and why. Are you ready, L? Are you prepared? Are you excited? Ready. Right. Uh, and, and, the, and those other things, too. Right off the bat, we go and talk about the team that I am rooting for hardest in these NFL playoffs, and that is the Bills of Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills host the number seven seeded Indianapolis Colts on Saturday afternoon. The Bills are six and a half point favorites. Elliot, what are your thoughts about this Bills Colts game? Well, I think it's gonna be a great game. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of healthy teams going to the playoffs. There's very few injuries on any rosters. Knock on wood. I know. Yeah, knock on wood. I know DeForest Buckner is questionable, and uh, Rock Yasin, who I actually had never heard of until I just did a little research, who's their cornerback on the Colts, is out, uh, which I think is really significant because the Colts are not going to have to be worried about the Bills running. The Colts have a great rush D anyway, and the battle's really going to be won or lost based on the Colts' secondary, in my opinion. Absolutely. Not to mention the playoffs are just uh, the NFL playoffs are an incredible um, just demonstration of teams trying to just hammer another team's weakness. And so that means even in mid game, I've always seen this like when the Patriots beat the Ravens in 2014 and came back. That's the, the game that you were at, Elliot, the Edelman to Amendola game. They picked on uh, a backup corner for the Ravens. I'm trying to think, is it was his name Will Hill, something like that? I don't know. But 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 if if you have a weak a weakling, a weak link in your secondary or on your defense or even on your like you are gonna get absolutely hammered in the NFL playoffs. So if Stephon Diggs and downtown John Brown and Cole Beasley are able to pick on the Colts secondary, that is gonna determine the game. How do the Colts win this game if they win this game, Al? Well, you know, we already discussed the secondary, and the Colts do have a great defense all around. It's not just that they have a good rush defense. They've got a great pass D as well. So even while they have a cornerback who's out, uh, they're still going to be probably able to contain uh, Josh Allen a lot more than people will expect. And the, the game's really going to come down to a few key plays on those deep balls that Josh Allen tends to throw, and also whether the Bills can contain uh, Jonathan Taylor, because I do see that the Colts are going to probably have to pick on that weakness, which for the Bills is a rush defense. Uh, you don't see people rush against the Bills too often because they tend to be way ahead in games. But you really don't want to get into a situation where you're passing against the Bills because they have a great secondary. So, so this, uh, so this it's is going to basically come down to Jonathan Taylor and the deep balls from the Bills. And 
like like always in these games, if you can get out to a ten nothing lead, like if the Colts can can get themselves a lead so that they can run the ball and, and try and protect rather than trying to play catch up and having Phil Rivers just sling it everywhere, which he's he loves doing, but he's he's known to throw a few picks here and there that they have a much better chance giving the ball to offensive rookie of the year, Jonathan Taylor. Third in the league in rushing, Jonathan Taylor. Um rather than trying to rely on Phil Rivers in the pass game. So ultimately, Elliot, who do you like to win and who do you like to cover the six and a half point spread? Well, first of all, I do like the Bills to win. Um, they're super hot right now. So hot right now. Bills are so Bills, hot right now. So hot right now. Um, it's great that they have John Brown back. It, that's just another weapon that's going to just put them over the top. Um, I do but like literally it to be over a the close top. game, though. <laughs> Uh, I I don't think this is going to be a blowout. Mm. Obviously, nobody thinks the Colts are going to blow out the Bills. And uh, even if they're down, Josh Allen's got the capability to bring them back into the game. Mm -hmm. You don't really want to see the Colts be down by much, but I think they're going to run it enough that it's going to stay a close game. So I like the Bills to win. Um, I, again, coming or not again, we haven't brought this up yet, but we talked about it beforehand. I haven't looked at any of the spreads, which I thought would be interesting in mm – -hmm. Uh, you know, I didn't want it to affect my uh, my thoughts on the game. Unfortunately, I just talked to uh, Tien not so long ago, and he let me know that the spreads Bills by six and a half, which which just amazed me. I thought it would be three, maybe three and a half. Wow! Uh, and I do think that it's going to end up being a sub five point game, one way or the other. So definitely would take the Colts there, um, but I do think the Bills win. All right. I like I like that yeah that we're gonna go into this mostly, you know, TN spoilers aside that you're not gonna know the spread. <laughs> That's the only one I say. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't give me any more of those. Yeah. <laughs> and I we disagree right off the bat. Uh maybe this is wow. me silly. You know, I, I am biased because a good family friend and a former podcast guest, Frank Campagna, who came on after Avengers Endgame, because he's the biggest Marvel fan I know. We talked about uh Endgame for like 40 minutes. It was one of my favorite pods we've ever done. But Frank is the biggest Bills fan I know. He is rooted for them through thick and thin and thin and thin and thin. And now this is their best chance in our lifetime to, to, to make it to the Super Bowl. And I think they're going to win big and beat the Colts going away. And so I like the Bills to cover the six and a half point spread. Uh, as an added bonus, the over under, the total of that game is 52. And that's really high. I like the under in that. 52 is high. Uh, I, I will agree. And it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to stay with the trend. The Bills have won their last six games by double digits. There you go. So we are going to move right along to the second game on Saturday, which is, to me, you, you could argue is the juiciest matchup. Some people don't like it when division rivals play each other again in the playoffs because they want the playoffs to be matchups uh, between teams that otherwise wouldn't play each other. But it's the number three-seeded Seattle Seahawks against the number six-seeded Los Angeles Rams. And... Uh, the, the Seahawks are favored in that game. I'm not going to say by how much until we get to, to that pick, Elliot. But who do you like to win this game, Seahawks-Rams, and why? Well, first of all, I want to say you if know, you maybe... like rocks and you like fights, <laughs> you this like is rocks. your game. <laughs> because this is going to be a, a, a game won and lost in the trenches. I think that first downs are going to be hard to come by. Um, you know, it's, it's, you love to see those divisional matchups, and they split the season series. Interesting that the Rams actually outgained the Seahawks in both games. Mm. They really lost that second game in the red zone where they couldn't convert. Basically, well, they couldn't convert all game. I think they kicked three field goals and uh, 
and did not get the touchdown on the one yard line, if I recall. And yeah, I think there was yeah. another touch, another there uh, was, missed I mean, opportunity. That, that, in the red second, zone. that second Ram Seahawks game was just one of those games where when you're watching red zone and you're watching for fantasy things, you're like, Oh, this eyesore of a game. But if you're an old school person who just grew up on old school football and it's like, give me 16 to 13, like muddy rough and tumble football every day, then this is going to be your kind of game. And that was, this is a first to 20 first to 20. (laughs) Shut it off. Somebody gets to 20. It's over. Um, I think Goff is going to play Walford actually had a higher quarterback rating last game than, than Goff has had this season and actually think, has do you think Goff has had in his career. Do you think not, I'm not saying that Walford would be a, a, a better alternative, but do you th- it's but not do you th- the end of the world. Right. Do you think play. there's a massive difference between Walford and uh, thumb-injured no. Jared Goff? No, no, right? I really don't. Which and is it, actually, an indictment of Derek Walford Goff, can use his legs too. So right? that's something that Goff, you don't really see right. that dual threat. Um, it's It's – Honestly, could be preferable if Goff's not 100% for them to have Walford in there. We also and, forgot uh, to mention, the, the speaking of dual threat, best. we forgot to mention that that's a way that Josh Allen's going to kill the Colts <laughs> with his legs because that dude right. has a chooch. Anyway, uh, the line now, Elliot, because we come to the, the, to the point where I reveal the spread to you. Uh, what did you well, have as well, your prediction hold, for the spread? Hold on. Yeah, so let's just talk. There's just a couple other details I wanted to bring up about oh, this please, please. specific amazing game. Um, Micah Kaiser still out at linebacker for the Rams. Uh, he's helpful for them. And then they do have one player who is coming back. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of these teams are getting healthy. Uh, the Rams in particular have only allowed 13 sacks in 10 games when uh, – uh, Whitworth? Oh God. Yes, Whitworth. I Andrew like, Whitworth. Oh, I got his name somewhere. Andrew Whitworth plays. Uh, so that's a huge upgrade. I think the – I looked at the, the PFF grades. It's, it's a difference between – oh, yeah, Andrew Whitworth versus uh, – I think it was Joe Noteboon who was coming in for him. It's a difference of 88.7 fantasy PFF grade versus 60.3. So, I mean, that's a huge difference. And you can see even in, even in the seven games that he was out, they only allowed 12 sacks. So this is a team that protects the quarterback really well. Whereas the Seahawks have actually allowed 48 sacks uh, throughout the season, which is the fifth worst. Um, both teams get after the quarterback. I think combined they've, they've had 99 sacks this year, which is an insane. Um, but the Rams D, I mean, the Rams uh, offensive line is going to tend to keep the quarterback protected and give them some time to pass the ball when they need it. So like I said, it's going to be a rock fight. It's going to come down to red zone conversion. Um, I, I like this to be a close game. I, initially came in thinking oh Seahawks will win this one and then the more research that I did the more I thought the Rams are going to win this close so I like Rams to win this game uh and I think the spread's probably going to be Seahawks by three or four probably three and a half and uh and so obviously I'd take the Rams there because I think they'll win there you go you nailed the spread at Seahawks minus three and a half there you go uh, you're going to take the Rams. The over/under, uh, fittingly for what we said is going to be a rock fight, is 42 and a half. God, that's, that's a, way too high. It's, it's really low, uh, but even that is so, way too you high. still think it's too high. So you I like the under, under. So we like the unders in both these first two games. To yep. me, Elliot, we do disagree again because I ha- I think the Seahawks are going to win. I have no idea if they're going to cover. Let's say let's say they won't because they'll win by three because Russell Wilson is just much 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 better than either Jared Goff or Wolford, and I put my faith in Russell Wilson, who at his best, I think, is either the second or third best 
quarterback alive, uh, depending on where you think he, he ranks uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I, I love watching him play. And no matter how often he gets sacked, no matter how often he has to scramble for his life, I want him. Are you saying that fourth quarter. Aaron Rodgers is not the number one quarterback? Yeah, I'm saying Patrick Mahomes is the best football player alive. Because he is. I disagree with you. He's the, he's the reigning Super Bowl MVP and Super Bowl champion. <laughs> I'm sorry, Elliot. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the second best quarterback, even if he is going to be the MVP of this season. Okay, we can come well, to not that. The point we, of this pod. We, it's true, not the point of this pod. So that is that is uh, Ram Seahawks. Also, we should mention that Jamal Adams and Aaron Donald, and they're just uh, defensive stalwarts everywhere. Bobby Wagner, dudes who are going to be really, really fun defensive players to watch. In terms of matchups with the most fun defensive players, the only game that can compete is our next game, which is the number five seeded Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the number four NFC East champion Washington professional football team. Uh, uh, do you want to talk about some, some defensive uh, uh, studs that are in this game? There's a bunch of them. And the, uh, the, the, this is a game between a seven and nine team that has had a bunch of different starting quarterbacks and a bunch of different injuries at the quarterback position versus the team with the guy who's 43 years old and had 43 touchdowns, 40 rushing, three passing, uh, Mr. Tom Brady, who was playing his first playoff game without a Patriots uniform on. How does that make you feel, Elliot? First playoff game in, without a Patriots uniform. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, it's definitely – I'm going to be still rooting for him, and I think this mm-hmm. will be an easy game to root for him in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, You're so not I'm... going to be upset if you are rooting for the Bucs. Yeah. So they, – uh... they, I mean, just from, a, just from a stats perspective, they are superior to the Redskins in every stat. Uh, and even, even in something as great as uh, rush defense and sacks. Um, Tampa Bay has had one more sack on the season. So when you think about Chase Young and Montez Sweat and the other guys on that uh, defensive line, that vaunted you think that they are going to be defensive incredible, line. and they are, but so is Tampa Bay. And uh, they even have a better job stopping the rush. So, I mean, it's, it's unfortunately probably going to be the least interesting game of the weekend unless you're just looking for uh, several Tom Brady <laughs> touchdowns, which is probably going to happen. I, I'm with you, and I think that there's, there's you know, a small chance of some nobody-believes-in-us factor with the Washington professional football team, but overall, we are finally in lockstep with these games because um, we have our first agreeance of, of the day because I think the Bucks win this uh, big, 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 big. What did you think that uh, you thought the spread was going to be on this game? Uh, I think it'll be... Uh, I'll say nine and a half, and I, right. I think that I'd probably take the Bucks still. Right, and the spread is only seven and a half. The Bucks are. Oh, I was going to go seven, seven and a half, and I second guessed myself. Seven and a half uh, point favorites on the road, Gosh, which you know, in COVID times, does it even matter? I have no idea. They're still traveling to Washington, uh, but the that is the Saturday night game, and I, I think that it is going to be a, a, a Tom Brady playoff win getting the bucks to the second rounds and we'll see who they end up playing but uh depending on how the sunday games go uh they could go any number of of different places they could go to tampa bay they could go to excuse me they could go to uh, green bay we could get brady rogers round two if all the higher seeds win so wild card sunday those are the saturday games so just to recap elliot um likes the colts to cover against the bills i like the bills um you like the rams to not win, a, yeah you like the bills to win you like the rams, rams to cover to 
and to win. And I like the Seahawks to win, but not cover. And I like, uh, we both like the Bucks to cover the seven and a half against by by, by a zillion against the Washington professional football team. So wildcard Sunday, this is, I, I think this is, you know, Rams, Rams Seahawks is, um, the best, best defensive battle. One of those, you know, old school football playoff matchups, but this game is the game that I think the two of us are looking forward to the most. And that is not agree more Ravens Titans Ravens Titans is a rematch of last year's divisional playoff round when the Titans went in there and pulled off a huge upset by beating uh, then league MVP Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in Baltimore. This game is in Tennessee. And uh, despite it being in Tennessee, you know, we'll get to the spread in a second, but you know, we got the number four Titans and the number five Ravens. Elliot, what are your thoughts on this excellent, excellent matchup? Yeah, both of the offenses are amazing. And of course, you got the two top rushing offenses in the league. Ravens rushing the ball mostly with J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson. Titans coming in with Derrick Henry and uh, sprinkling in a few other carries elsewhere. Uh, A.J. Brown's going to be super exciting. And uh, the Ravens the actually should have time to throw, which is, you know, you don't see Lamar Jackson really slinging the ball all over the place. But the Titans actually have the worst sack percentage in the league at only uh, 2.93% mm-hmm. of snaps, which is pretty unbelievably low. So you're probably going to be able to see Lamar Jackson step back, throw to Mark Andrews, throw to Marquise Brown, throw to Willie Sneed, uh, whoever he really needs to. And when he doesn't have those open, he should be able to just take off if they spread the field. Um Boy, this is this is going to be a high-scoring game, even though they both rush a lot, which you'd think for rushing teams that it would be a low-scoring game. Uh, but Baltimore is allowing 4.6 yards per carry. Titans are allowing 4.5 yards per carry. So even running, they should pick up a ton of first downs. They're both fairly high-paced offenses. I think there's going to be a lot of points on the board. Um, and actually, to, to get to the final point, which is who I think is going to win the game and what I think it should be, uh, the the Ravens are not a perfect team, but they've looked better and better as the season has gone on. Both teams are pretty healthy. Um, I just like the Ravens to have more time if they need to pass, if they need to drop back, spread the field and run. I think the Ravens are going to win this game, and I think it's going to be a probably a bigger win than people expect. I wouldn't be surprised if they won this by over seven points. I think the spread's probably two, Ravens by two. And Ravens I would by two is the, the guess, and that's the spread. The, the spread is Ravens by three and a half. Yeah, that's that's scary to me. I would I would not want to have anything to do with that if I was back in the Titans because that <laughs> three and a half is like, oh my god, give me the extra half a point. It's like no, it's just a trap. Mm-hmm. So you like the Ravens to win and cover that spread? Because- yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised that that's the spread. I thought it would be closer to a pick. I'm also because, surprised because the, the Titans can sling it. You know, I mean, Tannehill's had a great year. Derrick Henry can run as much as you need him to. Derrick Henry, uh, but they the just have such ninth a bad player defense. in NFL history to rush for 2,000 yards in a season, and just the running back you would most want to have in the playoffs. I think that's safe to say, right? Of all the guys, uh, in the I would league, definitely agree. Although Dobbins has has looked great, and I wouldn't mind having like Dobbins, Dobbins, and I wouldn't mind having Jonathan Taylor. We like Dobbins. We like Taylor. We like uh, you know Kamara. But 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 mm-hmm. Derrick Henry is a guy who you can feel pretty sure, comfortable sure. handing the ball off to him thirty to thirty five times and Correct. thinking that he's going to get better as the game goes on. 
Yeah, the man. big liability in this game is just the Titans' defense, which is clearly the worst defense in the playoffs this year. And just their 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 inability to get to the opposing team's quarterback, which they did last year in the divisional game. Even though in last year's divisional game, the final score was not indicative of how good the Ravens' offense was. They only put up twelve points, but they went up and down the field on the Titans. So. I think ultimately we're in lockstep, even though I hate picking against my namesake, A.J. Brown, who has carried the banner for all A.J.'s everywhere very proudly this year. I love A.J. Brown. I love Derrick Henry. I really like Ryan Tannehill's story, just sort of being a middling quarterback in Miami for seven years. And then in his time as a Titan, he has 55 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. That's just a (laughs) jaw-dropping change. And... Despite that, I you know I think this is a revenge. This is this is one of the ultimate revenge games because you always just have to factor that in. The Ravens lost to this team in the playoffs last year. They have to be just have the wrath in them, just the primal wrath. Um, and Lamar Jackson also has never won a playoff game. He's zero and two in the playoffs, and he needs to get off the Schneid. And I think mm-hmm. they're going to do it. Now the over under is really high. It's fifty four and a half. Yeah, just so, just go over. I mean that's. that's you still, don't even, you still go over? Don't just even worry about the number. Points just, abound. Just, yeah, there's going to be a ton of points. 40, the, the key to the game 35. for the Titans, by the way, is I'm so sure that the Ravens are going to get like a 14-0 lead in the first quarter, and it's just going to be a matter of the Titans being able to stick to the run game. If they get away from the run, this this game could get out of hand. But, it's what it's what happened in their game. Uh, who, who, did, who did the Titans uh, play? I believe in... the Colts. Was it the Colts? Uh, they, they they played like a week 16 game I was watching. Where, or no, the, the, the Packers game that they were playing. They were playing Correct. the Packers yeah, yeah. in that Sunday night game in the snow. And they got a, went away from Derrick Henry when they were down a few touchdowns. And, and in the red zone. Right. And They'd it, run it all the way down the field. And then... It was, First, straight, it was second, it was strange third and to me. Ten. So you have to you have to Just stick to what you it. do best. You have yeah. to you have to use Derrick Henry to set up play action, which is what uh, is is puts Tannehill in the best position to make uh, some deep throws. And we'll we'll see if they do that. But we both like the Ravens to win and cover that first game on Sunday. Moving along to the second Shockingly, game on Sunday, AJ likes all of the favorites so far. Oh my God! Wait, do I? Have I liked yeah. them all so far? Yeah. No, I said I like I said I like um, the Seahawks to win but not cover. Oh, okay. Well, I said that. I, I still think the Rams are going to. I stand corrected. To win, you like all the favorites to win. I do like all the favorites to v win. V boring. V boring. Super. I'm just. I'm chalky, man. I'm a chalky uh, uh, sports are. predictor in general. Um, the number seven seeded Chicago Bears uh, are going to New Orleans to play the New Orleans Saints. Um, this is a game that, depending on what you think of Drew Brees. Is, is, is basically how you think this uh, the, the entertainment value of this matchup is going to be. Elliot, what are your initial thoughts on Bears-Saints? My initial thoughts are that this is going to be a boring game and <laughs> the Saints will probably win by 20. Yeah. Those are my initial thoughts. And then the second thoughts were yeah, much, much like the same. <laughs> I, I will say that just the the – the invigoration of David Montgomery is one of the most puzzling things I've kind of ever witnessed from a running back. I've just never seen a dude be thoroughly average for a year and a half and then explode in the second half of a season. I also thought that the Bears, after they started hot and then lost six games in a row, I thought they were done for. So shout out to them for winning three of their last four games. And for sneaking into the playoffs, yes, even though they in. lost. And of course, that's an indictment really of... Really earning their always, way in there. As always... This is an indictment of Kirk Cousins. 
<laughs> because somehow just they they totally should have made the playoffs and they didn't because Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. This should be the Vi- this should be Viking Saints yet again, right? It which be would Vikings, be a great game. Which would be of. a much you'd probably only see Saints win by ten. It would be a more entertaining game to talk about, not to mention it'd be a Correct. rematch of the previous two seasons, you yeah. know, or the or two of the previous three seasons. So mm-hmm instead we get the bears with Mitch Trubisky who bears fans really do uh, have to be torn up about them making the playoffs. Cause it means that they might have to bring Trubisky back to start for them uh, uh, for another year. And he's just not a franchise guy, definitively not a franchise guy. And I think he's going to prove that in this game and they're going to get run amok. What do you think the spread of this game is Elliot? Oh God. Eight, probably eight saints by eight. You nailed it. Saints by eight. Oh my goodness! It's Saints Almost by eight. like I know what I'm talking about. Elliot, what uh, uh, lay out a blueprint for the Bears to hang in this game and potentially win it? What is their uh, uh, well the series of events they, that has to if, happen? If uh, Kamara and Breeze both get knocked Stop out it. in the first quarter, Stop it! Stop it. <laughs> I don't see any other way that they win this game. Not a single other way. You don't think that if that if they really get to the quarterback, if they get to Breeze and give him some happy no. feet, that that's not going to? They're not going to. They're not going to get to the quarterback. It's just, it's just not going to happen. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to play uh, uh, both sides here. There is no to... intrigue in this game. Stop it. None. <laughs> okay, just for that reason, I'm going to pick the Bears to uh, backdoor cover here. They're Ooh. down. They're down. They're down. Boy, if there's, if there's a guy who is bad at backdoor covering, it's Trubisky. That is, that is a really good point. That you know, down fourteen, <laughs> down, down fourteen. At the end of the it's game. not like you get Philip Rivers the- and you're like, all right, Philip Rivers or, or Matt Stafford. <laughs> Matt Stafford might be the greatest backdoor coverer of all time. Russell Wilson followed closely, probably by Philip Rivers, and then. Russell Wilson's actually too you good got- to be a backdoor cover quarterback. So we can't. Who? We shouldn't. Russell Wilson. Oh, he's not a backdoor cover. He, he's uh, he's too. If good. you have a backdoor covering too. as a favorite, he might be number one. Because <laughs> they're they're very often favored, and you're like, eh, they're down by fourteen, and then they win by eight. And you're like, yeah. how did they just do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the they scored twenty two points in the last. So quarter. against my better judgment, you know, the idea that the Bears are going to get the ball back down thirty one seventeen with like six minutes left, and Trubisky's going to take them. Yeah, down the it's field. it's so much more likely that that game ends thirty eight to seventeen than thirty one twenty four. It's just so, not going to happen. So so you don't want to be rooting for Trubisky to to have a nice string of completions. <laughs> that's, that's a really tough thing to root for. Um, so we like, I think, this. I think his stats, uh, last week were like 12, 12 for 14 for 56 yards at one point. <laughs> I was like, what, how is this possible? He's like, th- he's like getting absolutely crushed at, uh, in the pocket. And then he's just like, Oh, Anthony Miller for two yards. You know, he throws like a 15 yard pass for two yards. Um, Moving on to, by the way, the total in that game is 48. I have no idea what, what, what you take in, in that. Uh, over under 48 is right. Just, just about where the game should end up. So 48 is just about right. I I would really not want to have anything to do with this. It's, it's actually going to probably be that kind of thing where it's, it's 47 and you've got Trubisky and you're like, (laughs) (laughs) we need a field goal here. They're not going to kick a field goal. Right. And then they get it to like the 20 and he throws a pick (laughs) in the end zone. You're like, God (laughs) damn it. His fucking guy. Yeah, uh, the last game of the. Of I mean, the I mean, whatever, whatever you have is gonna be wrong if you're rooted for Trubisky. No offense, 
he's probably a nice guy. Mitch Trubisky, probably, probably, hopefully but, a nice guy. You know, it's does, the Saints. Does he have the ultimate uh, uh, facial expression that you don't want to see on your quarterback's oh, face when they when yeah. they've had like even more than yes. like sad Manning face or like Rivers after a bad interception? Like nobody. No, Rivers always he's got those he's got those intense eyes. frustrated eyebrows. So yeah. you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he does. He he's upset that he threw that yeah, but twelve hundred pick of his career. So deeply sad. Yeah, yeah. Like, gosh, <laughs> I feel really bad for Philip Rivers for doing this again. So the 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 last game of the weekend is the game. Trubisky, that I think- you're just like ah, yeah, it's just destined. <laughs> you look at his face, you're like, God, that is a fourth quarter pick waiting to happen. Um, the last game of the weekend is the number six seeded Cleveland Browns at the number three seeded Pittsburgh Steelers, which is a game that you said you have no interest watching, but I really think it's kind of hard to predict what the heck is going to happen in this game. Uh, that is the Sunday night game. What are your initial thoughts on Brown Steelers, Elliot? My initial thoughts is that everybody probably likes the Browns here and there's no way that that's the right side. If that's, if I, I don't know, maybe even, maybe everybody doesn't like the Browns, but my initial thoughts were I've watched the Steelers play last few weeks and, and big Ben just looks like he can't do anything. I've watched the Browns play and it looks like they're, they, it's such an easy game plan for them. All you got to do is give also the ball their, also their All head coach has the COVID cream hunt. Kevin Stefanski. Well, you know, has COVID. You, so. you can, we can talk about that, but it should be really easy for the Browns. They've got two stud running backs that they can just hand the ball to. And then they're like, ah, but, but we need Baker Mayfield to be the guy that wins the game. So they're going to probably have a terrible game plan. They'll go in there. The Steelers' D is great, by the way. They're, uh, they're allowing 6.6 yards per attempt, and they have the number one most sacks in the league. They have 54. The Rams Sheesh. have 53, which would be number two. And actually, the Steelers have the best – pass protection in the league as well they've only allowed 14 sacks all year so while big ben really doesn't look like he can throw the ball down the field like he used to he's going to still be able to throw those short passes and he's got guys that can make something out of nothing and guys that can drop it and guys that can drop it but you know if you throw the ball 70 times a game (laughs) to get a few of those broken for for 14 15 yard plays (laughs) i i just you know at first i was like this is just this is going to be a toss-up a divisional game they know each other but the Steelers didn't even play anybody last week, and they could have won the game, and could have ended the the Browns. It's true. It's true. They were they were they were not. Uh, they did not have their foot on the gas last week, and the Browns could barely win that game. So, what do you think the spread is on this game, Al? Uh, I I think it's probably. I thought it would be a pick, but then I decided Steelers are better, and yeah. and I, I then I also decided that. The, the Cleveland fan base is going to be trapped super hard in this game. So I'm like, what's a trappy spread? It's probably three and a half. Steelers by three and a half. Uh, the spread on this game is Steelers minus four. Yeah, super close and love the Steelers there. I think, I we, think it's going to probably be a beatdown. And I think it's going to be just more of the Browns. And it's like, also hey, Browns. Welcome to the playoffs. It also just is not going to be a fun watch. It's going to be you're, you're, the people, uh, NFL diehards, who it's going to be their sixth game in two days. They've already watched <laughs> 15 hours of football over the previous uh, day and a half. They're, they're going to be so dead. And when this, they're, 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 if you don't bet on the Browns in this game, because when they're down 21 to three 
and Baker Mayfield in, in late in the second quarter, and they're trying to get some points up before halftime, and Mayfield just throws a pick into double coverage. You're just your heart's gonna sink, man. Your yeah. heart's really gonna sink. And and don't get me wrong, I I like Baker Mayfield. I like to root for him. Um, but just he's pretty so he's pretty good in those commercials on the Steelers. He is. The, those are hilarious commercials. Those commercials he does. He like really is going for it. I I, yeah. I commend him. He's good in those commercials. No, he's good. He got a lot of shit for it earlier in the year, and now they made the playoffs, and I haven't heard anybody talk and smack. He isn't. He is in a lot of commercials, though. I suppose I suppose Rogers and Mahomes are in those State Farm commercials. Like we just got to diversify our portfolio. Like why can't we put? Uh, why isn't maybe Lamar Jackson just turns down offers to do these commercials, but I don't see Lamar Jackson in very many commercials, right? I don't know. Put Philip Rivers know. in more commercials. Just Philip Rivers would be funny. I just want to hear him talk. Just have Philip Rivers do a commercial for, uh, uh, you know, life insurance because he's got a, a ton of kids. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we like we, dark. It's a little, it's a little dark. <laughs> It's Philip. a little bit dark. It's, it's, you don't want to be too on the nose. It's a, it's a dark time, Elliot. Uh, so yeah. the Steelers the are... The most concussions in the league. Let's, let's put them on a health commercial. <laughs> health insurance commercial. Let's put, uh, yeah, put Andy Dalton on the... Uh, the Steelers minus four. We both like that. And uh, the total is 47. I'm not going to touch that uh, either way. Uh, um, that's That's the kind of thing where they put up 38 in the first half and then zero in the second <laughs> Because it's Mike Tomlin, and he's just like, yeah, let's run the ball for two yards a carry and then pick up the first down. Mike Tomlin has great – we talked about uh, Trubisky having the worst quarterback face. Quarterback face. Tomlin has great coach face. He has one of the most intense oh, coach faces Number ever. one. Such he's also an coach amazing face. coach. He is. He is. He's probably the second-best coach after Belichick uh, in this time frame. That right? I've seen. Yeah, yeah, that I've watched. Uh, for sure won the super bowl in 2008 got back there in 2010 just has winning seasons, lots of winning seasons lots of division titles and has not lost the locker room i don't think once in his time and like when i hear him talk i'm like i would i would want to play for that guy so shout out mike tomlin so that's another reason especially because he's coaching the team and kevin stefanski is not coaching the team because he has COVID. so there you go um that those are our picks to review uh the sunday slate uh, you like we both like the Ravens minus three and a half uh, over the Titans. Uh, you like the Saints minus eight, and I somehow am picking the Bears plus eight. And we both like just the to Steelers spite minus me. four. Just to, just spite, to spite me, and just to try and root for Mitch, man. I, you know, <laughs> Come in on, all man. seriousness, I like the Bears, but I did watch them play last week, and I thought their defense was a lot better. And it's it's just not. The the, the Packers ran like the same play at least eight times and it worked every time. That's one of the demoralizing where it was just thing about Rogers rolls right and dumps it off and there was nobody (laughs) and it worked all game. I'm like, what is going on here? It turns out no matter how big Khalil max biceps are, it doesn't improve a defense. Um, Elliot, this was a rousing, rousing success. You asked last night, should I do some research or should I go (laughs) stew gots on them? And uh, I kind of uh, talked out of both sides of my mouth and said the Stu Gots is strong in you, but the pod would benefit for some, from some research. And it definitely <laughs> did. You crushed this. But we want to end things. Uh, I, I, I want to clear out for you to talk about the Lebitard show who ended their run on ESPN and now are doing sort of Lebitard uh, and Friends pirate radio, which has been really enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, it's been so great. Uh, the, I think the first day 
they were like, let's just see how many times we can say the word shit today. I guarantee in the pregame show, that was, they just said, any chance you get, say shit, because they can swear on the radio now. And they, you know what's funny? They had Aaron Rodgers on yesterday, uh, who did a 30-minute special, and, and is, is great, by the way. I'm, I was pretty uh, interested in what he had to say. He sounds like a real spiritual guy, very centered. Um, Makes sense. Which, which was kind of cool, actually. And but he sounds also, very insightful. That also directly correlates to Aaron Rodgers' quarterback face, which never changes. <laughs> right. Right. He's, He's like so the Buddha of quarterback faces. So Buddha, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then and he actually closed it off with, uh, he said shit as well. And I was like, you know what? I guarantee they asked him to say shit in his, <laughs> in his headphones. They said, hey, Aaron, can uh, you just say shit real quick? And then, and then he baked it in there. It was, it's great, though. It's really nice to have them on, uh, on their own platform, and I think they're going to do great. I hope they do stay on their own platform as long as they can. I know they're searching, for, they're searching for a platform right now, but uh, if they can do it, then, I mean, they've got a lot of supporters, and I think the podcast has really only gotten better because they're really not constrained by anything right now. Less uh, commercials, too. It's nice. Fewer commercials, too. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, like the way that they're doing it on the pod. It's not it's not hour long bites. It's, it's 15, 10, well, really Elliot, 10 to 30 minute bites. Elliot, before, before we, before we say goodbye to the people uh, uh, and upload this preview, give me your Super Bowl pick and your Super Bowl winner. Uh, I like the Packers. You like the Packers? Man, I've watched a lot of Packers games this year. That offense is unstoppable. They're, the they're, they're really fun. Has been, has been enough. And I don't, I don't really see anybody being them. And who do you think makes it. it out of the AFC? Uh, initially, I was thinking the Bills just because they're so hot right now. So hot right now, the Bills. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> how, hot do right you, now. how do you fade Mahomes and the Chiefs and Andy Reid? It's true. How would you feel? Like, How could you possibly his feel good about yourself if you bet on anybody other than the Chiefs and then right. Mahomes just lays napalm to everything in front of him? <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it'll probably come down to uh, Chiefs Bills, which should be a great AFC oh, Championship please, game, assuming that happens. Give us Chiefs Bills, please give. Us I would Chiefs love that. Bills, I would love please. that. Please, and and that would probably be an over game. But they would that, that over under <laughs> might be like might be sixty points. So that might be our first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that would still be low. Here's here's what I'm doing. I'm betting. I, I I'm I'm talking. When I say betting, I just mean saying this into the mic with my heart. And I'm picking the Bills for Frank Campania, for all the Bills fans, for Bills Mafia, and for me. I love. I remember watching Eric Molds when I was a kid and loving Eric Molds and Peerless I Price. I don't know you who know, that is. Just, I know, man. I've been watching the NFL for a long time. Doug Flutie, all these dudes who were Bills when I was a kid, and. Frank always loved the Bills, and they they went to four straight Super Bowls right around the time we were born, and they lost all four of them, and they just haven't had as good a team as that until this year. This is their chance, and I want them to beat the Chiefs in some absolute epic of an AFC title game, and then I want Josh Allen. I want Josh Allen to do the utterly unthinkable. I want him to beat Mahomes and then beat Rodgers to win the Super Bowl. Uh, that, That would be called earning the ring. If, God, if they did that, oh my God. I mean, you gotta, you gotta give it up. Just, just give it up. And yeah. if, if, if I'm wrong and we end up with Mahomes Rogers, then just, just how could you, how could any football fan be unhappy with Mahomes Rogers? Yeah. The two, the two matchups that I'm really rooting for to see is uh, I would love to see Brady Rogers at some point in the NFC. And then I'd love to see uh, Mahomes Allen. Yeah. If we AFC. get, if we get, if we get 
Brady Rogers and then Mahomes Rogers in the same playoffs, like that's good enough for me or a Brady Mahomes rematch, whatever. Uh, so my pick, my pick to win the Super Bowl is the Bills over the Packers. You have the Packers over the Chiefs. Got the Packers and, over the Chiefs, yeah. Uh, we, you got God. What a boring prediction. I don't know I'm what like, to. I don't know AJ, what to tell you. AJ, you're such a chalk guy. <laughs> I'll just take the one seeds in the championship game. <laughs> this is what happens in the you NFL know what? playoffs you know in the what? last decade. What are you switching? No. Are you? What Give are you? me the Ravens. Oh my God, I love it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Ravens. <laughs> Mahomes, Mahomes is cackling somewhere. I don't know if Mahomes can cackle, but he's cackling somewhere. Andy Reid is laughing through a, a rack of ribs. There, I, I mean, the second to uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes would be seeing Lamar beat Mahomes in the get the get the cat off my back game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. I would be very, very cool. I'm, I root for Lamar pretty hard, and he hasn't won a playoff game. And if 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 he, how is Mahomes you know, already the villain? He's not the villain. Like, how is it? He's not a villain. He's just, he's yeah, but we're both, you're like, oh, I want the shining white knight on his horse. To be, well, just I mean, I mean just... knight on his white horse, not white knight <laughs> on his horse. Sorry. That was, that was not PC. Um, the, the, but just uh, I mean, yeah, no, on, on the white horse, shadow facts, on the white right? Horse, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to shadow facts. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings nice, reference to nice close reference. So, uh, Elliot, I love you. This is a great pod. Go football. Um, go, go, go teams that we picked. Go bills above all else and uh as always you can listen to all episodes of fighting fire with fire at soundcloud.com slash fighting fire with fire follow us on spotify and apple podcasts um follow us for the moment i might i might have to end up deleting our instagram and twitter accounts because i just haven't tweeted or posted on those (laughs) accounts in a long time maybe i'll just just shut them down at a certain point unless maybe people tweet at us or message us on instagram or twitter at the aj rose show email us aj rose show at gmail.com uh for elliot bruce i'm aj rose Fuck Mitch McConnell. Fuck, 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 fuck Mitch McConnell and Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley uh, and Lindsey Graham. And uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.